This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 8th of April. In your Squiz today, France heads to the polls. Russia is out of the UN Human Rights Council. A potential pre-election High Court challenge. And the thing about podcast listeners. This is your Squiz today. We're starting in France this morning, Claire, and that's because they head to the polls this weekend for their presidential elections. Presidents there are elected for five-year terms. The incumbent is, of course, Emmanuel Macron. While there are officially 12 candidates in the running, the race looks like a head-to-head between Macron, who leads La Republique en Marche party, pardon my French, and Marine Le Pen from the far-right-wing party, the National Rally very brave of you on a Friday morning to have a go at a French pronunciation. So well done to you. Butchered that. (laughs) Apologies. Uh, Macron is 44 years old. He became France's youngest president back in 2017. It was the first election he had ever faced. So it was quite extraordinary that he was elected. He isn't particularly popular with a lot of voters. Uh, In fact, the word hated comes up quite a bit when analysts talk about Macron's standing, particularly with low and middle-income voters. Uh, But the polls do say that given his involvement in the diplomatic efforts to prevent and now end the war in Ukraine, he's had that sort of war-inspired popularity bump. When it comes to Marine Le Pen, she's a veteran far-right winger. This is her third go at running for president. She's again campaigning on harder-line policies on immigration and this time around cost-of-living issues. That's a big one for French voters at the moment. Now, as always, there's only one poll that matters, and that's the one on election day. Macron is tipped to be the favourite, but it is looking like it'll be a very close election. Yeah, and these two ran off last time. And what happened last time was that Macron beat Le Pen 66.1% to 33.9%. This time, the polls are pointing to a Macron win, but by 53.5 to 46.5%. So those margins are looking like they're going to tighten up quite a bit when it comes to that Macron-Le Pen showdown. If there's no outright winner this Sunday, the top two candidates will face off in two weeks in a runoff vote where the first to a majority wins. If Macron does win, though, it'll be the first time in 20 years that a sitting president has gone in for a second term. Another move against Russia by the international community, with the United Nations General Assembly voting to suspend Russia from the UN Human Rights Council over what they call gross and systematic violations and abuses of human rights in Ukraine. It's a rare move, Claire. Yeah, the last time that happened was to Libya back in 2011. Russia has already responded this morning. They say that um, they're going to quit the body because the suspension, they say, is illegitimate and politically motivated. What China says, they've put their rare hand up to comment on this. They haven't said a lot about Russia and the Ukraine war. Uh, They say that it will aggravate the division among member states and that it's like adding fuel to the fire. Yeah, they voted no against suspending Russia. As for the war itself, Ukraine's foreign minister says that the war in the eastern Donbass region is escalating with tanks, armoured vehicles, planes and artilleries all building up there. He says it's something like out of the Second World War. Back home and it's rain, rain and more rain for New South Wales with Sydney already hitting its average annual yearly rainfall. Many are on evacuation watch, Claire. 
Yeah, the floods that are happening this morning uh, and potentially into today look worse than what they were last month. Pretty much when you look at a map, there has been heavy rain stretching from the central coast of New South Wales right down to the south coast. And that's seen those very dangerous conditions return to Sydney and communities north and south of the state capital. Uh, Basically, if you live in a low-lying area or near a river along that great big stretch of coastline, you're on flood or evacuation watch. There's been about 300 millimetres of rain uh, in this week in a lot of those areas. And in normal times, that would be about a quarter of a year's rain. So already sodden areas are really doing it tough just does feel never-ending. It is set to ease and dry up by Monday as a cold front moves in. We've spoken before about the mould and the gross-sounding plants and fungus that come about after rain. Another thing to keep an eye on is leeches, which is just delightful. (laughs) So keep the salt handy. It seems the whole country is on election watch, but Prime Minister Scott Morrison isn't ready to head to Yarralumla just yet. There could be a High Court challenge on the New South Wales pre-selections, Claire. Yeah, the High Court yesterday threw a spanner in the works by agreeing to hear what they call an urgent special leave application. This is about the Federal Liberal Party's intervention in the pre-selections of 12 candidates in New South Wales. It's been talked about quite a bit this week. It went to the New South Wales Court of Appeal this week and what it said was that it didn't have the power to make a ruling in the case. But the High Court is going to have a look at it after the Liberal Party met Member who raised that appeal in New South Wales then appealed to the High Court. Um, as you say, it does seem to be putting a stop on any plans to call an election. Uh, the Prime Minister doesn't have to have this sorted out with the High Court, but if you were going to call an election and you wanted your candidates locked in, you would certainly want this legal action done and dusted. The clock is ticking and election does need to be called soon. The High Court will hear that leave application this afternoon. Here's a research study we can get behind Claire. People who listen to podcasts are more likely to be curious, open to experiences and less neurotic on average than non-listeners. Yep. We always knew that podcast listeners were absolutely amazing kind of people and now there's some numbers behind it. Uh, The Queensland University of Technology has surveyed people from over 10 countries and they've looked at podcast listening habits and they've then compared that to personality measures. And what they found was that people who reported that they were podcast listeners, they scored more highly on things like curiosity uh, and seeking awareness about the world and in an interesting one, they generally tend to be less neurotic. So there you go. Another thing to point out, Claire, is that podcast listeners are also likely to form parasocial relationships with their favourite hosts. Yeah. So what that means is that you tend to become quite attached to the people (laughs) that you're listening to, even though you don't know them, you consider them to be friends and look, quite frankly, we're friends too. Yeah. I like to think we'd be real life friends with squizzers who listen to us each day. Podcast people, you're good people. (laughs) Friday lights, Claire, I can't help but wonder if this recipe pick is inspired by the burgers that we ate for lunch yesterday. 
Oh, yeah, we did have a sneaky <laughs> cheeseburger. That was quite a good thing to do on a Thursday afternoon. I was dreaming of that last night. Uh, yeah. But, look, a couple of trial recipes heading into Easter. We did lamb last weekend. I did that on Saturday night. It was absolutely delicious. Really interesting that you can just throw a bit of meat in the oven without any effort and just let it do its thing, and it was amazing. Um, heading into this weekend, I'm giving a bit of fish a go. If it's a winner, then it will be on the Easter recipe board. It's a fish burger. I've taken a recipe from Recipe Tin Eats. They do a baked crumbed fish fillet, uh, and I've put it onto a bun and a salad and some saucy bits from Gourmet Traveller, and it yeah, I reckon I'm going to give that combo a go. Looks pretty tasty. If you are a whiz in the kitchen and you're looking for something to watch, our pick for the weekend is a new series on Chef Julia Child. It's a six-part series called Julia that's on Binge or Foxtel. As always, I'll pop the links to Friday Lights in your episode notes. They are in the Squiz Today newsletter. Okay, Claire, Squiz the Day or Across the Weekend, what's notable? Well, because I've been watching uh, Drive to Survive on Netflix, I'm an instant Mm -hmm. F1 expert. So I will be watching the Melbourne Grand Prix. That's at three o'clock on Sunday. I'm just here to point out that Sunday is also the 100th day of the year. So you can let that sink in a little. Where is the time going? But I also want to flag, Claire, that we've been busy prepping a whole bunch of awesome content for the election when it is called. We're cooking up a Squiz the Election series. We are Squeeze the Election. It will be podcast episodes that will step you through the election process. We start with just setting the scene about where we're actually starting and what it'll take for a party to win the election. And then we just go through who's who in the zoo, how things work functionally, all those insider bits and pieces about running an election as well as seats to watch that are going to likely make a difference this election. You'll be an election whiz in no time. It'll all be here in the Squiz Today feed, so stand by for that. We're also doing a new series called Ask the Squiz, where any burning questions you've got about the election that you want us to explain, we've got you. You'll be able to send those in to us at hello at thesquiz.com.au. More to come on all of that next week. I think that's about all from us on a Friday. Have a good weekend and we will be back with you on Monday. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.